Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Indeed. Thank you for that. I know Nick said he's feeling the effects of the booster shot. So thanks for toughening it out there, Mr. Booster. We appreciate you. All right. You know what I mean? We got a busy show tonight. We got champs or chumps in a little bit. We got Dr. Miller, our paid professional in the house. So let's get it started with our intros. Welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. I started with the net again. Here we go. Ned, Nick, you know, what the hell. All right, so anyway, hey, it is Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis, and uh, we're going to do a little math this evening, okay? It's going to be you plus TSS merchandise equals happiness for you and yours. Go to tssfantasy.com, click on merchandise, select any product that we have, to make yourself and your loved ones a happy, happy family. That was definitely the fruitiest intro you've done thus far. Good job. That's for the holiday season. We appreciate you. Also, welcome to the studio, our paid professional, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Welcome to the studio. You, you're you on mute, sir, Dr. Jeffrey Miller, our paid professional on mute. Strike one. Hello there, gentlemen. It is good to be here with y'all. For those of you listening and not watching, I just want to set the scene for you. Nick is sitting in front of a very non-Grinchy Christmas tree for this episode. So check us out on YouTube. La 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 indeed. All right. Don't forget, visit us, tssfantasy.com. Get all of our current rankings. They're out early. We got them out today. Check them out all for your week 14 matchups. You can go to TSS Fantasy right now. Check it out. Also, a link for Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. Visit all the great podcast network. Excuse me, all the great podcasts on there from wrestling to racing. We have it all for you. Actually, and to mention that we do have one of the uh, podcast members, excuse me, from the podcast network on tonight for Champs or Chumps, the corner booth. We had Jared from the corner booth. Uh, facing against Phil from the Unfiltered Truth. See what he did there with the wordplay. So it'll be a good play, good, interesting. And before we start, actually, tonight when we get there, I'm going to make sure that I play both winning um, things so that way they both know there's no there's no network bias this week. I don't want to hear any of that from last week. So. 
All right, don't forget also, wake up with us, belly up on Sunday mornings. And this week, also a special tailgating event in Cleveland. So if you're out in Cleveland, go check it out. Our boys from high and low, DJ and Kelsey will be out there. Also, Zach from the Get Gridiron Gallery. We're going to make an appearance over the phone because we in Florida and I ain't got it like that. So we'll make a, a phone appearance during this event. But if you got time, visit them. They'll be out there at the tailgate um, getting you ready for Sunday's action. We'll also be involved. Why is that? Because we are the fantasy show of the people. All right. We have our paid expert, as I keep referring to. So let's get him off of our dime and get ready for Dr. Miller's house call. All right, getting the house call started tonight with Adam Thielen. Vikings wide receiver sustained a high ankle sprain in the weekend loss. So the good news is it's not presently considered serious. The bad news is it's still a high ankle, which takes time. Even a mild one's going to be a couple of weeks. Here's what we know. With the short week for the Vikings this week, with them playing the Steelers on Thursday, almost certainly out for the game this season. Now, Missing one game, best case scenario. But again, a high ankle is nothing to um, push to get back. This may be the end of his regular season, depending on the severity. Stay tuned for details. Ooh, boy, that's big news there. That makes him definitely droppable. But let's wait and find out. Wouldn't drop him just yet. Although... Um, K.J. Osborne actually moves up on your waiver wire rankings, too, by the way. I think we forgot to mention him last night, by the way. All right. Who else you got, Doc? So, Logan Thomas, good news, doesn't appear to be an ACL tear. This is great. According to Coach Ron Rivera, there is some damage there. It's not as extensive as we first thought. So, we're sending for a few more tests just to make sure, and we'll go from there. It is a little more positive than we first anticipated. So yeah, great news for the football team, but ruling out the ACL tear did not also rule out the MCL tear, the medial collateral ligament, north-south on the inside of the knee. Last I checked, that was still yet to be determined. It's an MCL tear still ends his regular season. So again, stay tuned. Yeah, we don't expect to see Logan Thomas back. Um, Ricky Seal-Jones, however, um, was running routes right before this game, so we do expect him back this week. Um, and again, they like throwing at tight ends a lot, so um, definitely might be somebody else for you to target during this playoff push. Who else you got? So Miles Sanders sustained an injury in the fourth quarter this past weekend, an ankle injury, and did not return. Probably doesn't matter for this week's show because they have a week 14 bye. So we'll check back on Miles Sanders when we have a little bit more information next week. Yeah, this was from all accounts. This is the same ankle that he came back off of injury. So they think it's not probably going to shut him down as well, for sure. Um, Kenneth Gainwell uh, gained a little bit out of that. But, you know, we've seen when he has the, um, you know, full control, he doesn't bring much to the table. So um, we'll see how that backfield shakes up. All right, who else you got, Doc? So I'm going to spend a bit of time quoting Kenyon Drake. His, his season's done. Let's just cut to the chase here. Season's done with an ankle fracture. But if you've been following his Twitter account, I think what he's saying is important to consider. So to quote his Twitter account in a couple of different days, 
says the NFL needs to look at this specific style of tackling. They're throwing flags for taunting and protecting quarterbacks from getting touched. But this is my second straight season being injured by a, by a guy pulling me back and using his body weight to roll up my legs. Mm. If the emphasis is to protect players, this should be an illegal form of tackling like a horse collar. We lose players weekly to high ankle sprains and broken bones, but the league would rather flag players for erroneous taunting penalties. And he concludes by saying, let's get the priorities together. And I got to say, he's not wrong. I have to agree with you. I have to a thousand percent agree. He's not wrong at all. Um, Considering the momentum and the force that you're taking back in that angle, um, it's definitely not good for your lower joints. That's for sure. Um, if it's not good for, you know, uh, quarterbacks, things like that, should be the same for everyone else on the field. I do agree with you there. All right. Who else you got? So, Corey Davis, Jets wide receivers, battled hip and groin injuries all season. He's done for the year, out with a core muscle injury, had surgery on Tuesday. Corey Davis, done for the season. Okay. It's the Jets. Who cares? All right. Who else we got? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move to New England. Um, Damian Harris left Monday's win with a hamstring injury in the first half, came back in the second for a 22-yard run, left again after that. So they've also got a bye this week. So the rest is going to do him some good. I don't expect any meaningful information coming out of New England about him until next week. Yeah, uh, man, he was on his way to a big game. Um, unfortunately, it looked like he, you know, he could have busted another one if he wasn't hurt. Um, so uh, big, big thing. Uh, hopefully it doesn't. Uh, kill your playoff run if you have Damian Harris. He was on some big things uh, there in New England. And we're going to get more into that game for sure and talk about that later. All right, who else you got? So, Jets, uh, excuse me, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. We talked about him earlier this season. He had a concussion earlier in the season. He had a neck strain in week 12 in the win over the Eagles. Now, I just want to highlight for the non-medical experts, I went to school a long time to learn that the head is connected to the neck. So, um <laughs> It's likely that that neck strain and that concussion are not entirely unrelated. And so um, didn't play this past weekend due to that neck injury. Presently listed as week to week. Um, but I think there may be more to this than the Giants are presently telling us. Given what they're not disclosing, there may be some nerve involvement, uh, particularly if he hasn't been cleared for contact. So we may not see Daniel Jones. This may be more than just a basic muscular strain, but the take home message here, the head is held on by the neck. <laughs> the head bones connected to the neck bone. Listen, um, Daniel, it was, we talked about that actually yesterday, how weird it was that it came up. It was almost like he was gonna, okay, now he's definitely not going to play. Now he's out and you know, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. So yeah, really interesting. Uh, uh, agreed with your assessment there. All right. Who else you got? Galen Hurts, we talked about him, I think, two weeks ago in our Week 12 run-up. Um, had an ankle injury, didn't play Week 13 in anticipation of the bye week coming up here. So the next game he could be eligible for is against the football team on the 19th. Um, but I think it was a good move to sit him last week. You're laughing. Did I make strike two? What did I say that was wrong? I'm no, I, I was just – 
I was just going to mention to Nick about Minshew Mania again, but I, I'm not going. I'm not going to do it to him. All right, <laughs> that's well, all. See, I, see, you never know what Jace is laughing at because he's got a lot of activity off camera, so we don't know really what's going on <laughs> there behind really, the scenes. Lots of crazy. I'm getting him middle and, fingers put up. It's it's all going on. It's great. Him and the producers over there. They you know you know they have a behind the scenes show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's let's move to Texas. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he's going to be week to week. Davis Mills scheduled to start in his absence, but uh, Taylor's got a likely torn ligament or multiple torn ligaments in his non-throwing wrist, so uh, he's going to be starting on the bench this week. All right. Well, it's Houston. Tyrod, it was up and down. You know, no biggie there. I don't think he's on anyone's playoff rosters for sure. All right. Who else we got? So Joe Burrow, we talk about him a lot on this show, it feels like. Um, tough guy, though. So pinky dislocation on his throwing hand. Looks like he reduced it during the game, went back in, didn't choose to brace it, just kind of played through the pain on that. And I think he's now, you know, insta-famous for screaming on the sideline like he's a WWE superstar. But um, that notwithstanding, he said, quote, I'm not going to miss any games because of it. That's not something that's going to happen. So with all that in mind, I just want to highlight that, you know, a pinky dislocation, not the end of the world. This is not a concussion. This is not an ACL tear that's shutting a season down. But every week is going to essentially be a minor re-injury to this. While he's not going to miss any time, this isn't healing until the offseason. This is going to be a management issue from now until the end of whatever their season looks like. Oh, all right. Well, something to monitor for Cincinnati. That is for certain. All right. Who else do we got? Uh, Eli Mitchell entered concussion protocol on Monday after going down Sunday. And this is interesting. He went down Sunday, was checked for a concussion, but re-entered the game and then went into the protocol on Monday. Uh, I'm not really sure what to think about that, but uh, really too early to know if he's going to be back for this week. Again, he went into the protocol on Monday, needs five days, plus an independent neurologist to clear him. So stay tuned. Jeff Wilson Jr. also hobbled with a knee. It looks like to practice this week, however, so he would be the bell cow, I guess, uh, so to speak. If not, look for Jamichael Hasty. You might want to bring him up on your waiver wire as well because he would be the only back available uh, for them. So, all right, who else we got? A couple of guys potentially returning. So Eli Mitchell went out Sunday. Oh, sorry, we already talked about Eli Mitchell. Darren Waller. Yes. Darren Waller um, went down on Thanksgiving with a knee injury. And we talked about his IT band strain a couple of weeks ago. Um, he was upgraded from last week's week to week to day to day, which is good news. But I suspect he may be a game time decision. It might depend on how he feels once he's on the field. Yeah, it was week to week, now day to day. So at least better news for Darren Waller owners for sure. Um, who else do we got? And then we'll conclude the show by talking about Julio Jones. It's coming off the IR. He's been there since November 13th. He's missed three <laughs> games plus a bye week with a hamstring injury. Um, if Freddie were here, he'd say this guy's not fantasy meaningful, so why are we wasting our time on him? So, Freddie, there you go. He's actually – he came in late. I just – I to punish him, I figured I'd bring him on when we do the commercial. So he's in the back room doing this. I'm, not, I'm still not bringing him in, bro. You're late. I don't care. All right. So, yeah, indeed, I agree. Uh, but I think if Julio Jones can – you know, look, he's the only guy there right now. So, look, the, the bottom line is in fantasy it's about numbers – opportunities if julio jones is back and ready to play might be a big opportunity for you so i personally would be picking him up if someone 
was stupid enough to drop them, which someone did in my league today, which I don't know what why they would. All right, let's get Doctor out of here. We appreciate you, my brother. Um, I know you're out camping, so we won't see you on Sunday, but I'll I'll tap into you before the week, and we'll get some uh, starts and sits from you and see how everybody's doing. So we appreciate you. All right, like I said, we got champs or chumps. We're going to take a quick break. We'll also bring back the jester. But tonight we got Jared from the corner booth and Phil from the unfiltered truth. I love it. Love the wordplay. When we come back for champs or chumps, we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. And our network, the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, is no different. So we teamed up with our friends from Manscaped to give back to the people for an exciting holiday giveaway. We want you to look and feel smooth this holiday season. So we're giving away the Manscaped 4.0 Performance Package. And all you have to do is go to our Facebook page at Belly Up Sports, give us a like, and that well-deserved five-star review, and you're entered to win. It's as simple as grandma's holiday pie, and who knows what holiday magic awaits once those ornaments are looking shiny and new again. So what are you waiting for? Give us a like, that well-deserved five-star review, and you could be belly up all holiday season. Oh, hey, can I carry those for you? Wow, thanks. Hey, I saw that. You helped the guy in the wheelchair take his groceries to the car, always showing your good side. Know how else you could help him? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because he also relies on plasma-based medicines. By donating at Griffles Plasma, you make it possible for patients to live their best lives. And that feels really good. Hey, thanks again. No problem. Become a Griffles Plasma donor, and you can receive up to $800 this month. Find a center at GrifflesPlasma.com. Belly up. Yeah, holiday season is what we like indeed. All right. Well, first, let's welcome the late asshole, Freddie. Welcome to our set, sir. We appreciate you joining us. Yeah. Great. I left track of the time, bro. That's great. We suck. All right. We got some guests in tonight, so let's not waste their time. They've been patiently waiting. They came on time. First, let's welcome from the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, Jared from the Corner Booth. Welcome, my brother. How you doing, Commission? Nice to have me in today. We appreciate you, and I like how you sucking up to the commission with the Canes hats. All whoa, about whoa, you, whoa. indeed. I got, Miami, I got my Dime Life Miami shorts on right now. I'm hyped today. It's Crystal Ball Day, baby. Love it. <laughs> I'm oh, I have a special question for him, then. A new era is about to begin, hopefully, with the Canes. All right, well, hold on, Nick. Let's get the game started because these guys have been waiting. We'll bring up the question later. Let's be a also, bonus question. Let, <laughs> let's also welcome to the studio Phil from the Unfiltered Truth. Welcome to the studio, my brother. Commish, how you doing? Pleasure to be on. We appreciate you guys. All right, you guys know how it is. I explained it to you. All right, so these are guys. I'm going to give you some guys. I want you to tell me why they're going to be in the top 10 um, or not in the top 10, either a champ or a chump. All right, so let's get it started with this night's champs or chumps. All right, and before we close out tonight, too, last week, one of the guests felt like we were network biased, so I'm going to show you guys. I made a couple of things for both of you guys just to make sure who wins, we, but we did a coin flip anyway. 
just to make sure it's all fair. I want to make sure everyone's good to go. All right, first round. Listen, if I'm going to make this nice and easy. I throw layups to you. That's why I ask who your favorite teams are. So, Jared, I'm going to start with you first. You are the Eagles fan in the house. So bring me the case for Jalen Hurts as a champ. Well, it's, you know, as a pass for passing yards, you think automatically he's a chump because the Eagles for the past, I don't know, five straight weeks, six straight weeks have been, I think, the lowest or top five lowest passing yards in the league. But Jalen Hurts' running ability and the fact that he can score from inside the 30 by himself, that's an automatic six points anytime you get inside the red zone. He also has a very explosive, young, but explosive receiving core and a top 10 tight end, Dallas Goddard. There's a little foreshadowing there. I, um, I, you know what? Honestly, he's he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a champ here. He's gonna be top ten. Honestly, fantasy quarterback this year has also been a nightmare. I had Matthew Stafford as my number one quarterback half the year, and he's just basically been crapping the bed for me. Thank God I have Hurts as well. He's been like bailing my ass out almost every week for fantasy. So playing a two quarterback leap, never done that before, and I've been getting saved by Jalen Hurts all season. So yeah, he's definitely gonna be a top ten. He's gonna be a that's, champ here. That's not a two, uh, two, not a bad two QB combo though. It's Stafford and Hurts. Fred, I'm glad you're late and you're sipping in everyone's ear, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming in. That's professionalism we expect on TSS Fantasy. All right, I'm the ugly ass Jets T-shirt. Yeah, I know, bro. You embarrassment. All right, let's go on to Phil. <laughs> We got uh, – oh, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Um, my uh, Miss Mary Jane Esquire also said, Fred, that you owe her some money apparently in the Eagles-Jets. Uh, I don't know what, what went on there. But anyway, we'll talk about it later. All right, Phil. So you got – like you said, let's give you a layup. You're a Raiders fan. Derek Carr, now he's not in the top ten now, but let's hear you make a case for him to be in it. Champ for Derek Carr. Well, what can I say? Uh <laughs> You get Darren Waller back. You have that whole connect with him and Hunter Renfro. That's magic right off the get-go. Yeah, he may have lost King and Drake, but, you know, he knows how to channel in that Mamba mentality, and he will get aggressive. You saw what he did in that Cowboys game. He made ways to win the game, and that's all that matters. I want a quarter, whether the numbers are low or not, but if he can find ways to win the game for his team, that's the kind of quarterback that you look at and say, wow, that is a top 10 guy. And it's really not that much to say about it because if he got downfield, got the team downfield, handle business, that's all. So, Derek Carr, yeah, he's one of my top 10 guys. Nick, all right, it's round one. I already know you're going to be leaning for the Eagles fan. I have to jump, but let's see if you can be unbiased in your in your in your judgment. Who you got for round one? Not to put any pressure on you. No pressure taken. Uh, you know, you know how I am. Um, I'm biased towards towards people that bring me actual hard data. Uh, Jared, you brought the data, even though I'm sorry, I hate your hat. Uh, but. Uh, I, you brought the data. Phil, uh, I, I like you as a person, but Jared's argument was just a little bit better, so I'm going to go with Jared. All right, Jared takes round one, even though Nick hates your hats, this guy. He, uh, he wasn't the right. first one. 
Let's go to round two. Boy, you talk about disrespecting our guests. Jesus. All right, let's go to round two. We got Ezekiel Elliott. All right, so this time, this this round, I made you guys go opposite here. So, Phil, I'm going to start with you this round. Let's hear a case for Ezekiel Elliott to be a chump. Mike McCarthy's offense. That's it. That's all you got to go. The running game has been horrendous with him. You know it. I know it. He hasn't been able to. When the last time he got 100 yards rushing? Let's be real. Since Mike McCarthy has been the head coach for that team, Ezekiel Elliott has literally looked like a chump in the running game. Ray Charles can even see that. I don't even need to throw stats right there. You see it. Jesus sees it. Come on. He is a chunk, without a doubt. All right. Well, Ray Charles, Jesus, I mean, he threw it all in there, Nick. That's a pretty decent argument. All right. We're going to roll to Jared. Let's hear a case for us. See, I I threw this at you because I know it probably hurts as an Eagles fan to make this case. Make him a case for him to be a champ. See, you know what's so funny? I wanted to make a chase for him to be a chump for so long. I, I'm also – I've been – because I cover – you know, I've been covering college ball and pro ball since I was like 16. The problem is I've watched Zeke since he was a freshman. And the problem is with Zeke, I always worried about his effort. And now that he's in a split backfield, God, as a fantasy owner, it scare the daylights out of me. But with Tony Pollard, he's more he's more unpredictable than the lottery, man. I swear, either he's going to break off two touchdowns or not touch the ball. Zeke's top ten right now. He's ranked, I think, ninth or eighth, I believe. I don't know. He screwed me in fantasy two weeks ago. I was playing against him. Um, he's only averaging about 13-3 a game. 13, 14, I think, was the number I saw on Fantasy Focus this morning or something like that. It's not great, but I have Saquon Barkley on my roster, so I can't <laughs> complain about points for running backs. Oh, my God. Thank God for Austin Eckler. I bless that man's presence. Um, uh, Zeke, to me, is going to be a top 10 only because his punch-in potential and the fact he can't catch the ball in the backfield. And also down the stretch with the inability, like it looks like Dax lost something. I don't know if the injury set him back a, a step or two. I don't know what it is. Against Oakland, that offense looked a little inept. It looked a little sluggish. They do have a not horrible schedule coming up. I think their only get team with who, who actually can stop the run is Philadelphia Week 18. So I'd have to get clarification on that, obviously. But I, I just for Zeke, I think he's going to kind of stumble backwards into a very horrible – running back fantasy classes here. So he gets there by default. I guess that's my argument. It's like, who's going to replace him? You're not going to get Zeke. Wow. Sanders just showed up for the first time last week. He's already hurt. So, I mean, he's kind of just going to, I'm happy to be here in the top 10 kind of badge at this point. Yeah. So, and listen, any man that can sport a half shirt definitely deserves an argument for a champ. I would Bring say, all right, man, <laughs> Who you got for round two? <laughs> again, again. Uh, Phil, man, I mean, you brought up when was the last time he had a 100-yard game. He only – you should have known that. He only had two this year, back in weeks four and five. Uh, he had 143 against Carolina and 110 against Dallas. When you say things, you got to back it up with data, man. Jerry. <laughs> 
So Jared gets round two. Damn, poor beating this guy up. He comes on a cell. You're just beating him up, telling him what he should. Faith and feeling only go so far. I need data. Telling him what he should and shouldn't do. Damn, man. All right, let's go on to round three. All right, Jared's up 2-0. We got to see a comeback. Are we going to be a short segment here? All right, Deontay Johnson. Um, All right, here it is. Jared, your case for a chump. And, Phil, you're on the champ. So, Jared, you'll start first with your chump argument. You know, it's so hard. I want to root for this guy to be a champ argument because he just had a great game this week. I think he's, he just got bumped up into the top ten. But wide receivers this year have been so out of control. I have A.J. Brown when we get me 20-something fantasy points. The next week he catches – he gets an end around and busts his ankle. So – I think any try anytime you're trying to pick the back end of the wide receiver core this year, because I think we have our set for who's like the top eight or seven or whatever it is receivers. Those guys are put up every week and they're going to be there. My thing is for Johnson is that he has a teammate who is six foot four. His pro comp was Calvin Johnson and has a tendency to show up in games with less physical corners. Chase Claypool is the biggest kryptonite to Deontay Johnson's season because Claypool can just eat up targets. And when he gets hot, Ben will feed him the ball. On top of that also, you also have Eric Ebron. You have Najee Harris who can catch passes. That's a lot of shares going away from him. He is top 10 right now, but he only is averaging – in PPR, he's good. It's like it's 14-6, but there's so many other receivers. Like, it, 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 to me, it's the consistency that's going to keep him out of the top 10 here. That's the only reason he's, he's 11 or 12. It's like a hard way for me to argue – that he's not top 10, but I think it's only to keep him out because if he has to share carries, share touches, and on top of the fact, you also know what big, what big Ben you're getting that week. That's the elephant in the room that I was trying to avoid into the last argument is that against the – I think against the Bengals, what, they put up three points, 10 points, 13, somewhere in that range, against a secondary that brings the likes of – no, I think, I think at one point in the last five years they had Terrence Newman who got booted out of Dallas when they were terrible. I think they had William Jackson. They let him – I don't even know who the hell is in – this is how bad their secondary is. I'm supposed to, for this job, know who's on everybody's roster. I can't even name you a single guy in that secondary besides Jesse Bates. So, yeah, no, Cincinnati's secondary is absolutely god-awful. They should have put up more than 13 points. And Johnson – I just – I don't trust Big Ben. So, if they had any – and, you know, there's always the threat if he gets hurt and then you have to deal with Mason – the, the you know smashed head Rudolph so I I don't have to tell you there I think he's not unfortunately this was kind of like a lightning in a pan a little bit like you might get a couple more of these games but he's not going to be around the top 10 by year's end all right well decent argument indeed Phil your case for a champ for Deontay Johnson he's definitely a champ he's been one of the brightest spots on this offense I know he's had about 200 yard games this season uh, rushing touchdowns. I know he's around, what, five-plus. And the other thing is this. He's been that go-to guy for Ben Roethlisberger. Everybody, look, we, we, we know Ben is at the end of his career. But you go back, and you said earlier, Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron has not been consistent for him to really take away majority of the touches from him. Now, I could say maybe uh, Najee Harris, but Deont- Deontay Harris has been that guy. 
This year, he's been consistent. He's only had one drop this year. Versus last year, I recall he had about 13, 12 or 13 drops. 14. So he's closing He's closing about, what, 1,000 yards. And last year, he's doing twice as better. So if we want to talk about a guy being top 10, he is that man. So before you call this man a chump, think about it. I'd go and say Juju Smith-Schuster is more of the chump because where has he been for me? I've been hurting in fantasy. I had to trade him for a ham sandwich. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah. You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash PACT. I mean, he's been out since week one. So exactly. I had to trade Everybody looked at me like... What am I gonna get? Out? I said, "Look, man, I make the best ham sandwiches. Just take them off my hands." I wish that DK Beck have his haircut either, but whatever. But Listen, if you, but if look, you, definitely look. If you Johnson is the it, guy, whoever, even if he has Mason Rudolph, at least he's gonna at least get about what 60, 70 yards. So the fact of the matter is, I feel comfortable seeing Deontay Johnson be a top ten wide receiver. Indeed, decent argument. And if you traded an injured Juju Smith, uh, Mister, I can't even say his name. If you could trade Juju for a ham sandwich, brother. You made out. That's all I got to say. All right, Nick, who you got for round three? Okay, um, Phil, you got great arguments there. Um, being a longtime Steeler fan that I am, Deontay Johnson is the new Heinz Ward, and uh, Jared got three words for you. Don't bash Ben. Jared, you win. <laughs> the, the, the Pittsburgh native gets in there, indeed. All right, let's go to round four. Let's go. We go. Oh, yeah, my bad. I meant to say Pennsylvania. All right. We're going on to the chump round. This is the this is the round both are chumps. It's 2-1, mind you. So we got – I'm going right to your core here. I'm going to make this make this hard for you. We're going to start with you, Phil. Tell me why Darren Waller, your boy, is a chump. 
Ah, man, y'all hurt me right there with that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So, really, this is the guy that's leading the team in drops. He has four on the season. Uh, for starters, he's out. I- I'm expecting this guy to be another thousand yard season, but it seems like we're looking at new contract and all of a sudden he's not the guy that we've seen for the last two seasons. We expected this man to come out and show elite talent this year, but he hasn't been doing that. Uh, man, y'all really got me in a hard place with my guy. here. But the other thing is you also look for your tight end to still be a solid blocker, even though he's, supposed to be this top receiving tight end as well. He hasn't been that, especially if he's on this line. You're you're a tight end. You're supposed to know how to block. I'm looking at Josh Jacobs try to hit the edge, and you're letting, I don't know, T.J. Watt just blow right past you like you're a five-year-old playing against a 10-year-old in football? Come on, man. Look, Darren Waller. For him to be a chump this year, give me about five more drops, which is bound to probably happen, and not get a thousand yards this year. So, oh man, y'all really hit me with this one. I I know that's why I make it tough for you. You you muscled through it. You did a good job. Good argument. It was a good argument. Now, now I'm about to take the knife from you. I'm going to stick it in to Jared. It's time for you to bring your chump argument against your boy, Dallas Goddard. Okay, so I'm going to just basically I, – I honestly might – if there was possible to punt on an argument, I would because trying to prove this would be like trying to prove why – I don't know, like why like fried chicken's healthy for you. Um, here's – all I'm going to say is the only way Dallas Goddard will not be a top 10 tight end this year – in this carousel clusterfuck that is the tight ends of the fantasy this year, is if he's injured for every other game the rest of the year. Yes, I know. I, I just put my hat backwards and realized I do got a little Gardner Minshew going on right now. Um, <laughs> but you ain't got to Listen, man. y'all missed it. My hair was down to here before. I used to get that at work all the time. Um, listen, I got literally, I got some non. I, I got. I, I was about to start playing the Rocky theme song. I thought you were about to let me like go on in my boy and let me know why he's a champ. Because honestly, Jay, you know, listen, Kimish, I'm going to punt on this one. He's going to finish in the top 10. He might finish in the top five. Like last week, he put 25 points on six catches. All right, double- the reason he's going to do it is because they double. Everyone's so afraid of Devontae Smith or Quez Watkins going over the top on him. And Miles Sanders running the ball. He just gets open. And. Unlike Darren Waller, he's actually ranked in the top 10 as a blocking tight end. Catches allowed. Dude was drafted to be the blocking tight end to Zach Ertz, and they found out, oh, wait, he does everything Zach Ertz does but doesn't demand a ridiculous contract for no catches. So I I, I want to – I'll punt on this one. I'll concede this round because I can't prove that Dallas Goddard won't be a top 10 tight end besides injury for the last five weeks. All right, Nick, opposed to an ACL tear, what do you think about this round? Well, um, Phil took a gut punch, muscled through it, and Jared punted. So, 
Jer- uh, Phil wins the round. All right, it's all tied up. I don't know how this happens every week, but somehow we always get that. Every time I'm tied up. We it, is, get, it is uncanny. I think I think he me- I think he messed up. He meant to say uh, Phil won round three, so we're at, we're yeah. at two two. So I think I think yeah. he did say you said Jared though. I I, I yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. okay. I I just kept, I just kept it going, so you know it's all good. All right, it's all Jared tied up though. One and two. Two, all right, so it's 2-2 two, two now. We're going into the final round. This happens every week, like I said. I don't know how it happens. But now I, I made you I made you stutter a little bit and made you get you on your heels. Now I'm going to let you bring it home. We're going to start with Jared because you got the e- easier argument. We got the Eagles defense. Make them a champ. All right, so I'm going to read you off a, couple, a list right here. Washington, New York, Washington, Dallas. That is the Eagles' remaining schedule. Um, I will be in the stands in Philadelphia at week 15 against Taylor. I can't throw the ball past 20 yards Heineke. Don't believe me? Go watch him on tape. It's like watching a Pop Warner game. I don't I, I don't think he can complete a ball past 20 yards. Either that or Ron Rivera just doesn't trust him doing it. Um, Logan Thomas is now out for, I think the doc said, he didn't say yet, but I, I'm assuming at least three to four weeks minimum. Um, they play the Cowboys week 18. And unless the Cowboys completely choke this away, Dallas will be sitting their starters. Philly will not. They need that playoff berth. And also, um, Philly wants payback on Daniel Jones for that embarrassment. That was two weeks ago. Um, Darius Slay is playing like a top 10 cornerback again. Steven Nelson will be back. Vontae Maddox has been this godsend. I don't know where the hell this guy was fast three years. We drafted him. And on top of that, Javon Hargrave is, I believe, the fifth highest PFF graded defensive tackle in in football right now. Fletcher Cox is top fifteen. Their linebackers have improved since they switched out to TJ Edwards. That's all my nerd like film stuff. Stats wise, they've only gone negative once this entire year. They've put up a twenty burger against Detroit. They've put up two. They've gone over ten points three times and come close against Atlanta week one. They forced turnovers. That's the biggest thing. You want to win fantasy games? Bet on your team force and turnovers. The Eagles do it, whether it be sack, strip sacks or interceptions from Slay and Nelson. They make plays. Do they give up a point or two? Yes. I would bank on them making the top 10 over, I'd say, Oakland – or, sorry, Las Vegas. At this point, it doesn't really matter. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're right now at number 11. And you know what? I, I do take that personally because y'all did kick our ass about five, six weeks ago. But I was again, there. Well, I appreciate they doing that though because it woke Sirianni up. We're right now 11th in fantasy defense, averaging about six one. That'll go up, especially next week because I think Washington has been getting away with making teams do things they don't want to do. But the Eagles don't want to run the ball; they don't want to pass the ball either. So we'll find a way to win. It's just to me the biggest thing with the Eagles defense is. The turnovers. That's that's how I will always run home. Yes, the Raiders lead. The Raiders lead. I think are leader top five in sacks or something close to that, which is a great it's a great thing to have. In fantasy, unfortunately, turnovers cost more. So, uh, also no explosive offenses down the way. I, I give it to Philadelphia here. They're gonna they have a better shot at finishing as top ten team. 
Yeah, indeed. Good argument there. All right, Phil. I mean, this is, I know you, this is a mountain. Of, this is a big argument you got to make here. All right, you guys, you got to bring it home. You got to bring it home with this one. Let me hear Let me hear how the Raiders can be a champ this season. Well, for starters, we also have a top cornerback on the team who is, as I recall, Mr. Casey Hayward has not given up, not one. But zero, not one touchdown all year. We don't need to blitz like the Eagles, sir. We're the second, lo- we're the second lowest in blitzing this year. Hey, guess what? Guess who you're behind? Me. That's right. Straight pressure, my friend. Straight pressure from Yannick and Dockway, who leads us in stats with eight. You got Max Crosby always getting pressure nonstop. He has five. He should have more. He's being held. If you watch the tape, all 22, the man is being held. They got him choke slam. It's a damn shame. But what I'm saying is this. Our defense is that good to the point where I've had guys on this D-line, like Solomon Thomas, who people arguably said that was a bust, he came out. This man has at D-tackle three and a half sacks. Good Lord. People said he was nothing. We look at Denzel Perriman, who's actually leading the league in tackles. This man could barely stay healthy with the Chargers. We had guys out here every Sunday making plays. You have a rookie corner in Nate Hobbs, who wasn't even a first-round pick or a second round. He's shutting guys down. He got lucky he got his first career interception against uh, that clown Heineke or Heineken beer. But, you know, the thing of it is this young rambunctious team is showing everybody why they are champs, why they are top 10 defense. And for starters, this is this is my this is my most favorite thing of all. But uh, this is the guy that created Legion of Boom. Okay. Legion of Boom. The only reason why you put those two, uh, those three teams up, um, I'll say this. This is why I was throwing up when I had to defend uh, Derek Carr as my champ because this man, you, we, we can talk about that later, but the fact of the matter is my defense can get the job done. They are top 10. They are top in sacks. And, oh, don't let, let me not forget, uh, they are what? Wait, they have like 11 forced fumbles. This year, 11. So, must be doing something right. All right, so some good arguments all the way around. You guys did a great job tonight. Really tough to decide this one tonight. However, I do got to say, I do like a little bit of Phil's, uh, I guess, uh, Robbie Toff, you will, or whatever you want to call it. I can't even think of the name right now. My bad. So, Jared, just for right now, sir. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. You got to shut the fuck up. And this current time is just one of those times you got to shut the fuck up. I don't think you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking anymore. You got to shut the fuck up. To be fair, to be fair to Jared, 
Um, It wasn't even a coin flip tonight. I actually couldn't find this particular cartoon thing to go for Phil's. So just for you, sir, this is for you tonight. And Mr. Jones, this is for you, sir. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. I hope you guys enjoy tonight. This is plug time for you both. We'll start with the winner. Phil, let our audience know where they can find all your great stuff, my brother. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Phil Jones NFL. Uh, you guys can catch some of my articles now for News Stitched Media. Uh, I had some big news that popped up this week. I am now a White House press reporter. Wow, congratulations! So, big stop. I'll be putting out more articles. Make sure you guys get the facts and not something that came out of left field. <laughs> All right. Well, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate announcing that. And uh, we'll be looking for you to asking the hard questions for the uh, press secretary for sure. All right, J-Rod, it's your turn. Let all of our fans know. And, of course, we appreciate you. Um, don't mean to call you a dumbass, bro, but you're just the dumbass of the week. That's all. So let everyone know where we can find your good stuff at. Well, I mean, if if, if you want, if you like what I was saying tonight, uh, I of course host the Corner with Podcast. We are, of course are finishing up season six right now. Uh, we record every Tuesday, release a web episode Wednesday, and our live show, which is TSS has watched, but Mister Commission has watched before. We are a bunch of wild animals on our live show. If you want to come by, drop a comment, talk some sports. Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm Mike, and we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Nerd culture, music, movies, whatever, we kind of cover it all. Um, also, uh, I think, uh, this guy next to me right here, he had a little, uh, question for me about why I'm a Canes fan or something. Oh yeah. You got a bonus question. No, I was, no, I, I think you took a beating enough. I think, I think you did earn your. He your... didn't. I got robbed. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> okay. You got, you got robbed. Um, I thought you earned your, uh, Tony Luke's tonight, my friend. I'll tell you what. Um, but, uh, I was going to, I was going to ask you. Uh, to make uh, Mario Crystal Ball a chump, but uh, I will I will not ask you that. <laughs> I mean, listen, we had Manny Diaz and Mark Rick as our last two coaches. Manny Diaz's top achievement was a chain. Mark Rick's was not losing to Florida State. So, which I mean yeah. is a chip shot at this point. Um, so, I mean, honestly, Crystal Ball basically just has to make it to the ACC title game and not get blown up by 30, and he's already uh, the best coach we've had since – Larry Coker. Um, I got to ask though, man, 20, I, I, I listen, I will give Phil, I will like Venmo Phil 30 bucks right now. If they get up into the top 10 from 26, 
and they shut these teams out. All right. I, I don't know how the hell I lost. I think you were trying so hard not to be biased towards the network. Oh, by the way, I run the network that Jason works at. <laughs> it's based. It's based on the argument. And listen, that's what we do. You got to fuck with the boss. That's why we do it. Right. Woody Page in his ass. He was Listen, no disrespect. I love Casey Hayward and Mad Max and Gawkway. It's great. But you just got to throw the ball to the right side of the field and you score. <laughs> well, listen. Hey, we, hey, we, hey, I'm getting Mr. Mullen back this week. So. Listen, Darren Waller and Dallas Goddard are my tight ends in fantasy, and they hey, it's both. Same game. Why you? I'm in, the, I'm in the playoffs. Money leave. Oh, nine and four, man. Are you kidding me? I'm on a hot streak. I think I've won six out of my last seven. All right. After all that, game after that Raiders game, they throw a great a great tailgate outside of the uh, MGM. Oh, it's fantastic! If oh, yeah. you get a chance, go and I flew all the way out there to to watch our birds get our ass beat, and I was not happy. Well, Man, you know, right. it was bound to happen during that it's time. Right. We uh, actually might make the playoffs. <laughs> Nick, Nick had to a stadium drop there right before he went out. All right, guys, we appreciate you. By the way, Jared, wifey's on the couch saying go birds. Big Philly fans just want to give you a shout out. Go birds and well. go canes. Indeed. All right, guys, we appreciate you all. Everyone, go check these guys out. They're great content. We appreciate you guys coming on. When we come back, we'll talk about all the shit we got wrong from last week. Ooh, that smells so good. What'd you guys get? I got the Rasta pasta. It's really good. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and white rice. It's covered in this amazing jerk sauce. Did you know it's their signature jerk sauce that they actually make here? And we're taking a bottle home. I got the jerk chicken. I'll give you some of mine if you let me try yours. No, I'm not sharing this. This is all mine. I'm already done. Wow. And don't forget, if you're looking for a Jamaican cuisine, real spicy, finger-licking good, check out Ari Vibes at 313 Central Avenue, Albany, New York. Remember, that's where the licking is good. All right. Well, that took a lot longer than our normal game. Good job for those guys tonight. So that was let's- fun. That was fun. They did a good job. All right, let's get going on what we got wrong. Oh, you so dumb. Baby, you're so dumb. I can tell right now, you ain't no good for me. When I think... <laughs> so Freddie disappeared. <laughs> I think he was upset because he didn't get to talk. You want to know why? <laughs> Look at who's number last on Ultimate Team. That's why. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, here's our ultimate teams for this week. I think that's why Freddie dropped off because he didn't want to hear that he was dead last on ultimate team this week. I came back as number one as my crappy week last week turned into a big week this week. But I think all the way around, there was just a lot of fantasy points to be had. Um, Tom Brady, Jonathan Taylor, Madison, Cooper Cub, Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, George Kittle, I think was really set me apart from you guys, uh, Matt Gay and the Rams, the special teams. All right, so that was pretty much it. Juice got second, Flanders got third, and the Jester got fourth, um, just the name. We don't need to go through the ultimate teams. What I do want to talk about, though, is our starts and sits. So, uh, Nick, I'll go to you on your starts 
Let's talk about what you got going on here. Let's talk about what you got wrong on your starts. Uh, what I got right was Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> no, I said what you got wrong. Oh, that's what this game is called. I got everybody else wrong except for Elijah Mitchell. So I got Carson Wentz wrong, didn't do nothing. Um, Brandon Cooks did less than nothing. CJ Uzuma did did less than nothing, and the, and the Patriots did less than nothing. So the only one I got right was Elijah Mitchell. Well, Patriots didn't do too bad. I think what I should also add on here is, you know, where they ranked during the week because the Patriots, I think, if I remember correctly, you know, they were ninth or 10th. They were somewhere up there. Dolphins the same, just one above So um, on my side. So, you know, they didn't kill you, so to speak. I mean – you know, you don't, if you didn't go Chargers or a couple other options, you weren't getting too much anyway. Um, on my side, really, um, probably what I got wrong was Russell Wilson. Um, I thought he was going to have a huge day. Didn't didn't have the huge game, but didn't kill you neither. Um, and Gusecki kind of didn't come as much as I thought. And unfortunately, if Miles Sanders wouldn't have gotten hurt, he would have might have had a huge game. Uh, in- Brad, since you're here, let's talk about the thing you got wrong and your start. I think I did pretty good, actually. Uh, Stafford was solid. Taylor was solid. See, again, oh, let, me, let, me, let me remind you guys what the name of the segment is. It's what we got wrong. So, again, uh, what did you uh, get wrong? It would only be Kelsey, probably. Right. Uh, he only had, what, 5.7 points? Yeah, so of all my starter of all my starts, he would be the one who didn't uh play up to par. Uh I can and, and D, let's go to your sit-ems. All right, let's talk about your sit-em. What did you get uh, wrong in your sit-ems? Montgomery number one. I didn't see him having a big twenty point outburst like that. And man, he did it this week. I, I should have definitely not done that. <laughs> he was the only option. Um Man, AJ Brown. I guess he scored ten pounds. I can't see who my quarterback was. It's too small. <laughs> I think I need a magnifying glass. Are you, on your, are you, you had Daniel Jones just like Flanders did. So no, I did. I had yeah. Mac Jones. You didn't change oh, it. All right, whatever. Yeah. Either way, tomato. tomato. Oh, so then okay. I was. Then I was. I was perfect on Daniel Jones because he sat him. He didn't play. Yeah, he didn't so play. I, even I got, I got my Mac. Hold on, I got my magnifying glass now. Oh, yeah, Montgomery <laughs> and A.J. Brown are the two. <laughs> this is how Fred, this is how Fred comes with his, his magnifying glass and his, tele, and his phone. All right, or his, uh, mag, his uh, telephone for his camera. All right, Nick, let's talk about your sit The only thing you got wrong, so Mac Jones obviously was a great sit. We'll talk about that game in a second. Um, and the rest, let's talk about that. Chargers D, obviously, it was a huge no-no there. Let's talk about that. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, Chargers D screwed me. Um, and then uh, Barkley had a 13.4. He did a lot better than than what I thought, but I had Ty Hill, and I didn't want him, and you forced me to keep him, and now I'm glad that you did because he got a 4.2. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Hunter Henry. Smart. Uh, yeah, and then – and then uh, Hunter Henry got a big old goose egg. So uh, I was pretty smart on that end. Indeed. And pretty much on my side, it was T. Higgins. He's been like my bugaboo all season for some reason. He just wants to be a thorn in my side, wants to do well, wants to not do well, up and down, yada, yada. 
All right, let's go on. Let's talk about last night real quick. What a game, interesting game that was. I wish Mike was here tonight because he would, uh, would affirm the fact that that's how I usually would play Madden. A lot of run control, ground, ground and pound. It was really interesting to see Bill Belichick do that last night and actually in this day and age win a football game doing it. So really interesting uh, to say the least. Guys, your comments about last night's games. There's not a lot of fancy to talk about. What do you think about the game in general? Nick. Um, to tell you the truth, I didn't really watch it. All right, Fred. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it was. I think it was a good game. It was exactly what we talked about the 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 previous day. We knew they were going to run the ball, play hard defense, and not throw the ball as much. I'm surprised Josh Allen actually threw it as much as he did, because especially on the last drive, he's throwing against the wind. He has a really strong arm. But that was the perfect game plan. Ran the ball all day, and you New know, England won. What they ran the ball forty something times, three passes. Yeah. Yeah, it was a crazy game to say the least. And uh, Nick, you know this show um, really—it's—it's it's beneficial if you watch the game. Sorry, let's move on to Thursday night football, and we got a big game indeed for fantasy um, purposes, and not only just for the fact that your some teams are some leagues are in the playoffs, um, or you are down to your last game and need this win win to get in. So this actual game's got a lot of fantasy stars. So let's talk about it. Steelers at the Vikings. The, on the Steelers' side, they are 20th versus fantasy quarterbacks, 22nd versus running backs, 23rd versus receivers, 8th versus tight end. And on Vikings' side, 27th versus the quarterback, 24th versus the running back, 31st versus uh, the wide receiver, 10th versus tight end. Interesting, both seem to be tough on tight ends, but the rest, they're ready to give up some points. So, Fred, I want you to talk about, excuse me, the Viking side of things on Thursday night. Who do you think some guys that might stick out for Thursday night on the Vikings? Has to be Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen got hurt, Um, and he exploded the last game. Unfortunately, they lost to Detroit, but if anybody, if there's one player this whole week that you should play, it's got to be Justin Jefferson, man. It's all on him. Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is going to be a good play. We have him ranked number 12 this week. Um, again, Steelers D, given their 20th versus fantasy quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, very consistent. Um, I talked about K.J. Osborne a minute ago. You know, again, waiver wire tonight. If you're looking for a receiver, somebody you might want to pick up. Obviously, without Adam Thielen there, he was the guy that picked up the targets. So look out for him this week. Um, and, of course, if Dalvin Cook, we're not sure, didn't practice so if he does not go, I don't think he will. You're going to see Madison again. We have him ranked number mm-hmm. four this week. Um, they are, again, Steelers 22 versus running backs. All right, Nick, talk about the Steelers side offensively. Who you like? Um, I like, uh, due to the uh, Vikings' poor pass defense, I, I like Ben tomorrow. Uh, I also – see, see you can – Fred, Fred, your quarterback is like a 12-year-old, so I don't want to hear that crap. So, um, uh, I think he's going to do well because of the fact that they have they have a poor poor pass defense. Um, you got to get throwing uh, Deontay Johnson in there, uh, and then not Najee Harris, and then you got Pat Firemuth. Uh, I I think he's going to do some damage 
tomorrow. And then don't forget about Claypool. So uh, I think it's going to be the the over-under is 43 and a half, and it's Minnesota minus three. I think it's going to be like a, like a track meet game because the defenses aren't as good as the offensive ability to put up points. So I think it's going to be a good game. And I'm going to bet Kirk Cousins, prime time, he's going to pull a Kirk Cousins tomorrow. What, what's a Kirk Cousins? Is he going to blow it in the end? Fold under pressure. <clears throat> fold under pressure. You think he's going to fold the entire game, or you think it's just going to be a, a Kirk Cousins that last minute going to throw a pick? Is that what you think it's going to go down fold, to? He's going to fold when it counts. Oh, okay. So he's when he most, most, he's going to fold. So fourth quarter, mounting the drive, that's when the pick happens. Gotcha. Pretty much. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, um, you know, a lot from what I'm hearing from you guys is if you've got stars on either side, I would start them. This looks like it's going to be a track meet on Thursday night, so I do agree with you. You're in a dome, so it's controlled conditions. Don't have to worry about the weather like it did um, did, uh, last night. Uh, So, again, I like um, anybody on either team in this matchup, so I would definitely put them as a start this week. All right, guys. Yes, go ahead. I read today that next season – uh, Kirk Cousins may be in play for New Orleans and Pittsburgh. Oh, well, that's interesting. Surprised the Vikings won't want to hold on to him. Think they get they're doing okay with no, them. they're ready to move off him. They're not. They're not happy. The only thing that's keeping him there is his contract. All right. Well, that'll be interesting. We'll uh, definitely be talking about that in the offseason for sure. All right. Well, we're going to be moving on. Don't forget, you can check us out on Friday night. We'll be doing our Ready, Set, Go for Week 14. Uh, Go to TSSFantasy.com. Look at all of our current rankings. If we need to update, we will do so. And other than that, we appreciate you guys, and we are out. Brad, you owe me 100 bucks. <laughs> oh, that was a good way to end it up. That's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>